Check one, two, check one, two. Miami on the Rocks, Casey Chops. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, at MIA on the Rocks. Follow us on YouTube. Today's guest, my brother, I've known him for 10, at least 10 years since the beginnings of my career in the music industry. Lunch Money Lewis, how are you, bro? Hello, brother. You good? Yes, sir. So for the people that don't know, you know, lunch is ingrained through family in this Miami music scene. Um, family's inner circle. They run the biggest studio in Miami. It's called Circle House, if you mm -hmm. haven't heard of it. And, and you know, you've done everything, bro. I feel like when we met, it was during the bottom of the map times when yeah. you were in that group. Hell yeah. Damn, how old were you when, the, when those times? We I mean. Mm, bottom of the map. I was fresh out of high school. Like, I think I was like 18. Okay. Yeah, so okay. I got out of school. I remember when I left, I was at Beach High my senior year, and I remember telling my moms, I was like, I was like, yo, when I get, I want to get out of here. I'm gonna mm -hmm. get a record deal. I'm gonna get on. Da, da, da. My pops was like, you gotta finish school. I was mm -hmm. like, nah, you know. And I and I ended up remember shout to Miss Clark. I remember my team, my my guidance counselor at Beach High. She probably you know she see this. I love her. <laughs> she was like, uh, you should just let him like you know let him leave. He seemed like he got a plan. He got she you know encouraged the drop. She out. encouraged it. She showed love. I think because she knew like you know I kind of knew young. I guess from growing up around music, mm -hmm. what I wanted to do. I'd already started. I'd already been writing. I'd already mm -hmm. been like grooming myself you know to try mm -hmm. to do something when i got out of this so when i when i left when i left i was like i joined bottom of the map two months later zerk was in the group first and then i left and i started like helping them with songs mm -hmm. jumped on a song and then it was like i was signed like four months after i dropped out so that was your first like like for real experience into the music game was with bottom of the map yeah, bottom of the map was my first time. I was I got a deal at eighteen, so it was my first time being signed, and I had never, you know, that was like it was at the time when like getting a record deal was like, yeah, I got a record deal, yeah. like I'm about to behove something, yeah, like yeah, you know, it was yeah. that time where you get a deal and you like, you know, so I, I remember getting that moment, and I, and it was a good learning experience, man. I learned a lot about the music business that I didn't know, the intricacies, the record making. I got to work with a lot of people that became like lifetime friends yeah. that I've made records with to this day, like even Tehran from Rock City, like tons of friends i got to work with static major a lot of people that i never thought you know through that so that experience was like that shit was crazy it was yeah, amazing lunch. <laughs> you know i sometimes still play that record right oh yeah uh the, what the business yeah you know that static, was a good record static bro. major god bless the dead he wrote that record for us when um we worked with static on maybe like six records on that album and he um and he did What the Business and a couple other records. And that was just amazing. That's, I mean, I always say, like, even me as a songwriter now, I got to be around so much, like, talented songwriters mm -hmm. that I kind of soaked in so many gems from just being around people like that. So, and I'm going to be clear again, Lunch, you, your family is Inner Circle. And yeah. Inner Circle did the, the, the theme song for the show Cops, mm -hmm. Bad Boys, Bad Boys. Everybody knows it. Mm -hmm. And you, your family runs the biggest studio in Miami, Circle mm -hmm. House. And for the people that don't know, it's... It's like two cribs and, it, and it's mm -hmm. studios, but it has like a house, you know, your family, family if you're making like an yeah, island has vibe, that, that home. Yeah, yeah, that know, home it, yard feel. Yeah. The funny thing is like that, being around that young and seeing like the evolution of like, you know, my pops moved from Jamaica and came here and they had another studio. They had a studio in like Miramar, I think, when they first started and then mm -hmm. they originally you know, got the studio just for the band to work. And they had one house at the first time. The house right. was a one-bedroom house. You know, it's funny. I never really broke down, like, the circle house thing mm -hmm. because I'd still figure out things. I was really young. Mm -hmm. But they had one house with one room, you know, and it went from, like, them working there to, you know, let's turn it into a business. You know, let's try to rinse it out. Because if you, if you go to Jamaica and you see how even the Marleys and all of these people, everyone kind of operates their own space. 
place, you know, like, you know, like uh, a crib vibe. Yeah, exactly. back then having a, a, a like a professional running studio in a crib yeah, was like it was it was unheard of. And but it's really how they come from the island. You know, everybody kind of has their own studio. And like, if you know Caribbean people, they love to build. They love to buy the land and mm-hmm. build on their house. And so when they got to you know going into North Miami and you know that area, you know. And just doing what they did there, I feel like it. We're all I always say like I feel like the whole city is Circle House Babies because uh, we yeah, developed. We developed like the studio. I ain't gonna take the credit me, but they that studio facilitated so much talent in the city. Like they came back to the community. Yeah, it wasn't we, like no. A, I mean, we were the. I mean, it is the community. If you see like Po Boy started there, E Class start. I mean, just with Khaled and you know I came out of there. Obviously with Fam Cool and Dre came out of there. Now even to the Ben mm. Billion, so the, all of us kind of was the roots because there was no really black music scene there was luke records and stuff but there was nowhere a studio dedicated right. that wasn't charging those other guys it, it wasn't like corporate corporate you know, yeah. no, it felt family and it was like seeing people that look like you that are from around the way mm. we in north miami it gave a lending to like the city as far as like the music scene yeah. so it was like everybody's home base at one yeah. point you know from all the labels the slip and slides the po boys the callus mm. the you know i was there soaking up all these gems and cool Cool and Dre, you know, came out of there and the Red Spiders in that era was mm-hmm. like the talent was birthed there because I think the Gorilla Tech. Yeah, Gorilla Tech. Everybody because, yeah. you know, my pops coming from the production value too. He always mm-hmm. saw talent in other people like this is we need to support the community. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, Circle House was just a special thing, still is, and it just groomed a lot of my, you know, I got to go to school basically. It was college that, for, for me. I want to paint the picture for people as well. When you walk into this house, it's like it's like a regular neighborhood and, and you walk into this house, you can go into the A room, but then you can go to the back by the pool and they yeah. have Cabana Studio. Mm-hmm, so yeah. you could record a song, chill by the pool. It's, yeah. it's a And vibe, I watched bro. it like piece by piece grow, which was like dope for me, even going into my own um, just section of my business and everything and companies, lunch money, I learned. It was like school for me. It was all school for me just seeing how a business is run. You know, I got to see, I was always more on the music side. So I would, the people that took a liking to me, that I would be able to come through and like, you know, on the weekends or however, leaving school and get to sit around. I got to soak in games from a lot of like music people that I love. Do you, do you, you know? have a memory? Like maybe when, when you have like a memory that sticks out when maybe you were like a jet just running around the studio and you like walk in the A room. It's like, oh shit, Beyonce. Uh, what is this kid doing in here? Like you th- Not really with those <laughs> things. The funny thing with me is I was never... I was around the music a lot and when they had like if there was clients it, it, the funny thing in the beginning it wasn't like high level clients of that level um i always attached to the music people like you know salam remy name me lunch money and i was always more gravitating not to like celebrity i always was such a studio kid i played mm. drums i was always which With plays the writers to, and shit. yeah which plays to who i am now i was always attached to music makers mm. so i learned to appreciate the people that people didn't know mm. that i got to see who were the people who when you were, look at the credits yeah in the back who's the making the music like who's engineering the music who's creating the sonic of the music mm. who's leading the songwriter. i got to see those intricacies intricacies of those people and those are the people kind of that i gravitated to still to this day being that molded me kind of into the things that i now it's like i always was more interested in those people than the people in the front right because i was like yo who's this guy telling this dude what to do yeah who's just laying his vocals like that who's doing this guy oh, got more shit. power in realisticness of the the music right. than the person singing it right so i was always like i want to be that guy Got you know you. i don't want to be that i could be that guy too obviously right. i'm in that guy in a way too right. but i like that's who i really like you know got you yeah, yeah. 
So that was kind of like my whole thing. Like, yeah, I want to be a music maker. I always wanted respect from like music guys. Right. You know? And then I remember, man, and I want to bring up another record because in that time, you know, I would call it in my year, maybe Circle House's prime when it was also that time when Gorilla Tech was popping and you had the grind mode, the I'm so you had that Miami sound showing yeah. with Ball Greasy. Yeah, yeah. And then you came out with Get Grown. Get Grown, yeah. And I was like, yeah, bro, yeah. that was my favorite one yeah, out of yeah. that sound, that oh, era. That you know that what I'm saying? And that's, I'll take that because Sean was, Sean, I'm so high. I mean, Tech was literally like putting five, six, th six of them things out at one time. Right. At one point, it was like the sound of the city. Yeah, that was fun. That was just that Juke era. You know, yeah. us doing the, you know, going to the Early Rolex, the Cocos, performing. You had to work it in the strip club. That era yeah. was like with Wham. You know, Gorilla Tech also did Wham. So yeah. it was like me, Rama, Berg. We all come from that era of Miami, just like working in the streets and handing the CDs out and moving around. So it feels was, like coming from a DJ. We're gonna get super. By the way, this is gonna feel like we're me and lunch are just shooting the shit. I'm about to get really geeky with my talk, but <laughs> from a DJ, it feels like it feels like we're the only city that's not afraid of tempo, like. Yeah. Fast music. You yeah, know I mean, we dance. I mean, gangsters right. will be in the club, gangsters, street dudes will be in the club bopping. Right. You know, what they follow, what they following them, what they right. You know, we come from that not scared to have a good time from the pack jam era of people even, like even from, fun. even from the Miami bass, but you go to that juke era, it's juke still era, yeah. very Tempo. fat 120. It's yeah, fast music. Everything's fast. And fast life, fast city. Exactly. But yeah. no other city in the world is like that where they yeah, embrace fast that. tempo like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hip hop wise. Like, oh, no, big time. It kind of plays yeah. to our city. You know, we just like, you mm. know how we fast. The women yeah. are fast. The cars are fast. Yeah, everything. The, the culture, fast, the weather's the music good. fast, you know. Damn. Damn, you gave me the good. That's a good. I like how you. Da Julio. Yeah, right? that was a nice mix. With the glass yeah, clean. The, thank you. Okay, Every, appreciate everything it. clean. Lunch. Mm -hmm. So, man, um, do you have any like early memories as far as like, you know, you're so you were gravitating to the writers, gravitating to the producers. Yeah. Do you have like a memory of maybe like maybe with Timbaland or like a big time um, A-list? You know what's so funny? When I was coming up first, like my brother knew I could rap. If anybody knows BB, you know, mm -hmm. um, he kind of knew I could rap. I wasn't showcasing it. I never was a dude even coming up like where I went to Circle House was handing my demo out to everybody. Mm -hmm. I always really would go outside the studio and people just hear that, yo, your brother's talented. Mm -hmm. So um, he just would knew like my little brother could rap. You know, he was like, damn. So he would see me and run into people and be like, yo, you should rap, rap. You know, his friends even, like people didn't do music. Mm -hmm. Like, man, listen to my little brother rap. And I remember, uh, I've never told this story, but I remember when uh, Early Bad Boy came to the studio. It was like the first real rap clients they ever had. And I was like a really a kid and I would come on the weekend. And I remember Puff had like, you know, pulled up in the tour bus. And it was, I wasn't, but I remember that, like he did the Bad Boy Song Continues album. Mm -hmm. And that's when I got a chance to be around amazing writers like Lowe and Jack and and Adonis and all these dudes who are writing these. Like, I was like, man, these guys are, you know, McKeeba. These are incredible writers, you know. It was the first time from had that experience as a kid seeing like, someone set up a pre-production in the the, mm -hmm. the the TV room and just recording all over the place. It was my first time seeing like what they do now, like camps, you know, mm -hmm. Puff was doing that for so long. And it was my first time like, damn, they got song camp. People making songs like in the, the living factory, room. Yeah, real, yeah. He had like a whole factory of writers and producers and do writing raps in there. And, uh, you know, people would take a liking to me, like even Loon and certain people around. And, uh, I remember, uh, Harv was like rap fan. I rap for Harv, and I remember he was like, "Yo, I want him to rap for Puff." 
was like oh. 12 years old you know what, what? i'm saying and I, and I was and i you know i didn't know nothing i was coming from school just hanging out with my brother yeah and then you know i remember rapping for puff you know what i'm saying and he was like oh you're nice you know he was like yeah this you know he he gave me a nod he didn't sign me the next day and right, left right. me up but he gave me a nod like yeah just i see this kid grinding you know he dope and then i just got to from that it always encouraged me to just be around you know and i took a liking to just jack and low and how they were writing these choruses and these hooks so i always say like that experience in my life through going through circle house and being blessed with that opportunity was like college for me mm. it was literally like my music college and i thankful that you know people gave me the opportunity to go and get it like you know i was around it and i harnessed the opportunity of learning mm -hmm. and now i just apply it now right. you know it, i apply it to like what i've been doing the last like you know right. maybe 10 years of like my stuff much money and right everything i've been doing and you've always been like moving and shaking making music and people in the miami scene have known you for a minute but mm -hmm. i feel like recently in the past maybe three four years that's when things got international for you right yeah like like you had that hit in i believe it was australia right yeah, which yeah, was bills was bills. Big, yeah australia london Power, uh, i remember radio played that here for a little bit too and, yeah and what made you emerge and come out because you you were fucking with dr luke for a minute right yeah well i started um for a minute after i got out the group i was just dropping songs locally you know i did all the stuff like get grown and mm -hmm. wham and all those type of things and i just uh people would want my songs you know i remember a specific artist i'm not gonna say who wanted one of my records and i remember i was real knucklehead about it in the beginning you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. i was like i ain't giving my songs away mm -hmm. you know i didn't understand what it meant to write a song for somebody else i was mm -hmm. just really about this is my music mm -hmm. and then you know i remember shout out to my big bro lou diaz mm -hmm. you know shout lou, out to lou. lou was like he was like lunch you could write like you should write you should write you know and try to give people songs and i was like you know coming from lou hearing that somebody I respond. I was like, yeah, let me let me give some of these songs away. I was moving around the studio. You know, me and my boys had a studio in North, um, like over there, like at the time it was like Norland area they had a mm -hmm. small room I was recording wherever I could go mm -hmm. you know so I had so many hooks and stuff and I um, I remember uh I remember just starting to write and then me and my brother Ben Billions were linking up and we were mm. just sneaking off and making I found Ben's beats on a computer one day he didn't even know he made but no one knew he made beats <laughs> and I found his beats on a computer and I was like yo this beats a dope who's who making these beats yeah and then I feel realized it's Ben he's an mm. intern there assistant and I'm like yo wow. I always knew that's why when I go places I treat everybody like who they are because you never know right you know you got a guy Ben we and got the, number it, ones now uh, and for the people listening uh you know Ben came up in that Circle House family yeah, as, an as an engineer from engineer, the bottom yeah. and now he produces platinum hits for the weekend yeah, so everybody so I remember finding Ben's beats on a on a, on a computer mm -hmm. like you know I was a nerd I would go in there and look on the, the desktop and be like somebody left a multimedia file over I was Trump and I just listened to beats and then I remember laying a beat when then Ben walked in that's my beat and then after that we both had that commonality of me wanting to branch out you know working mm -hmm. all over the city we just were thinking bigger together and then we started to kind of like start a little production crew together and then I started to kind of like be the guy people would come to for hooks in the city and come to for records mm -hmm. and then um you know I met my boy Cash and he had you know came up around the Kevin Rudolph time and he started writing these big records and he went to LA and was like bro you mm -hmm. got to get out the city you know you got to come move around spread your wings move around do you, you know? believe that lunch for anyone that like because uh, Miami is, is is an amazing place but do you mm -hmm. feel like you know to become successful is best to especially in the entertainment industry to, to leave and branch out I think it depends on your path you know 
there's people okay. who've been successful here. You right, know, right, Khaled did really well here. He didn't leave. You know, it's right. like, it's a, but it just depends on your path. You know, I guess gotcha. me in a production level, it was good to go and just do other things. You know, I was always going to New York and taking things and going with homies places, just wherever music took me. Well, they say if you want to be a writer, you want to be a producer, everything is in LA. Yeah. So when I went out there, it was just a factory. And then I had really my boy, shout out to him. My boy, like, show me love. Like, let me stay on his couch and just write hooks with him. You know, one day Juicy cut one of my hooks, you know, Juicy J. And then, you know, he was signed to Luke. Luke was like, who's this lunch money kid on the record? He's like, it's the kid I've been telling you about. He could really write. I mean, you know, and after that, it was just... I became like a full-grown songwriter, just, you know, all over, you know, I did the Fifth Harmony, I went there, I did Jesse J record, I started, and the first one I got in, no one knew I wrote other things, you know, it was right. like more so rap, and then it led me to do other things, and then I, um... So how was it signing to Luke, bro? Like, you're going from, like, you know, from the Miami era, you know, yeah. doing Get Grown and, and, and heavy in the hip-hop vibe, and then now you get signed to, like, a white dude who does, like, pop music for yeah, Katy yeah. Perry and shit, like, what, what is that transition, like? The funny thing, yeah, it, the funny thing is, like, I always listen to everything. If mm -hmm. I like it, you know, if I hear it and I like it, I want to be able to make it. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So it's like, being that I grew up with reggae, being, I think, my first music, I already had a world view of music. Right, you right. know, I didn't start with American music. I grew up around hardcore Rasta, Jamaican right. Rasta, you know, so I, my first music I heard was reggae. It's mm -hmm. this world music that affects people. So I always branched out. I listened to a lot of, like, you know, a lot of rock, a lot of top 40, a lot of hip hop. I was just, you know, hip hop was just the genre of the youth. It was what right. we loved, right. you know, but I always played drums. I was always musical. So it was like, I knew if I got around something that I can make it because I wanted to, I got to mm -hmm. like it. You know, I loved, you know, and even people don't know, you know, a lot about Luke. He came from hip hop too. It's just, you know, mm -hmm. he's a musician. He can make other things. But it was like an easy transition for me, really like. It was just kind of, I always say you got to get to the information. Mm -hmm. I always tried, even when you hear Get Grown, I was always using melody. Mm -hmm. I just didn't know how to do it in certain form. I had to get around certain, you know, even when I met like, you know, Salam, you know, I got to, everybody that I met led me into doing you different, picked up, little, gems picked up and... little things that made me snap into mm. different, you know, I wasn't scared. I was like, put me in a room with anybody. We'll so, make, make something, you know? So, I mean, for the people that don't know, I mean, Dr. Luke is one of the biggest top 40 producers. He had a, a, a crazy era with, uh, with Katy yeah, Perry. Yeah, uh, yeah, and so, yeah. what is something that he taught you? What is some, like, can you speak to his genius a little bit? Like, what is um well getting around uh getting around luke and a lot of the uh, swedish guys that i was working with too just being around like even seeing max work and the different people martin and i got to just learn that key to catchy and simplicity and knowing when to stop and just great melody what a great melody is what a good hook is knowing what's a bad song and what's really a good song a good gauge on things because i feel like you know in anything it's like the information you know mm -hmm. if you want to make hits you got to get around people that make hits mm -hmm. you know if you want to write good songs you want to be you know you want to get around so it was really like me getting to the best you know and i feel like i learned you know i learned from my pops you know i learned mm -hmm. from being around mom i learned from you know i learned from being around a lot of people just taking those gems and static seeing him write and everybody mm -hmm. write so it was like you know Luke's just a genius guy you know when it comes to like mm -hmm. song making you gotcha. know and catchy and just knowing you know how hooks should go and like you know it's just things that i didn't that i was doing but i didn't understand so once i applied it i was like oh yeah i feel i, I still you know we all still try to figure it out but you get lucky mm -hmm. once or twice but yeah i learned a lot just 
as far as like song crafting right. you know what i'm saying so that that's what kind of played into like i think later me being refining my skills of song making you know right. which i was like coming from miami and then going out there you know working with incredibly talented people it just pushes you right to be like man i gotta you know who's, i gotta take who, this information who's one of the craziest you know top pop stars that you were in the studio with writing for that you didn't really expect do you have mm. a do you have a memory of I had to take a sip before yes. I said that. Um, mm. uh, I mean, I've worked with so many yeah. good people the last years, man. People, I mean, you know, I, just, I mean, I've, even with my, you know, working with Megan with Megan Show One Direction and working with Maroon mm. 5 and working with, you know, just a lot of that big list of big pop, you know. Um, mm. You know, I recently, like, I got to work with Nile Rodgers last year. For me, that was a big deal because I'm such a big fan of him. Mm -hmm. And, um, I mean, I've wrote, you know, I've I've got to opportunity to work with like people, you know, working with Aguilera and working with just like you know wow. even new people that are just amazing and you know, it's yeah. really stretching my musical capability that I knew I could do, but I just need to get the information on how to do it now. Right. It's like you know, it's just song making, you know. So it's like, you know, I feel like everybody I always say everybody that I meet along my journey has helped me get into like making records you know mm -hmm. like taking little bits of information from everybody you so know? you come so okay so you're, you're you're in this luke deal and and you're, you're pumping out hits with luke and then you decide that you know what i'm gonna put out some records as the funny an thing is i ain't even decide let me tell you oh. that's what i'm <laughs> they saying decided it for you no this no the funny thing is that I stopped being an artist for a while. Like a right. lot of people don't know, like when I went into writing and producing, I wasn't really focused on me. I wasn't really, I was just trying to make records. I was like, you know what? This is, you know, I always say sometimes you want to enter to the house, we keep knocking at the door. Mm -hmm. I just went through the window. You know, mm -hmm. I was like, you know, I did, I was signed and I know what it felt like to get dropped. The group didn't work out. I was like, mm -hmm. all right, maybe I'm supposed to be a writer and a producer. And then one day I was in a session for Jesse J. We did this burning up record with her and Two Chains. Mm -hmm. And after we were done with that, um, Ricky Reed, who did Bills, who's another amazing one of, uh, who did Bills, Mama, most of my stuff, you know, one of my favorite producers and good friends. Um, he uh, played the Bills beat. Yeah. And I was like so pumped. I just got to LA. I just, you know, got my deal and moved into an apartment and I had all these responsibilities. I moved, I left everything I loved, moved to a whole new city. Right. And we was in the studio and he played the beat and everyone was kind of poop like tired after working on the burning up record. Everybody's kind of like, all right, we finished that. Let's go. I was like, man, I'm still trying to work. Like I just mm -hmm. got here. I'm trying to make everything count. Mm -hmm. So he played the Bills beat and the first thing I yelled was the hook. I was like, I got Bills. I got a piece. Like, oh shit. I just ran in the booth mm -hmm. and I just made it. Like me and my boy with cash I, I, I yelled the hook the verse came it was one of those serendipity things in the studio when everything just connects the hook came Quick. the verse came cash yelled some words to me for the second verse and we just bounced off each other and made this record and i thought nothing of it i went home we were all excited when we left we didn't know mm -hmm. what it was but then literally um my boy was so hype he just sent it to people like sending it out and everyone was like who's this kid then two days i had like the whole music business calling me wow. so it was like it ushered me back into being an artist i wasn't even thinking about it but everyone was trying to sign me so i was like right. you know what you know maybe the, you know yeah 360 my you know i'm back here at square one and then i was like you know what i'll go for the ride but right. it gave me the opportunity to you know do my you know do lunch money again so i was like you know dope and the video know, was fire like yeah. you, you know what i mean like the Thank whole you, rollout bro. to that record was that was a moment dope. and i was like damn bro it, 
you saw like your evolution like you yeah. saw whether it's it you know from speed. how pit went from you know that oh, to yeah. the suit it was like that yeah. and like yo shit lunches yeah doing something for, that's and even with pit i think it's just that fearlessness like i was down to try something i didn't care mm -hmm. what it was it wasn't my norm like you even for me you coming yeah. up you're like is that lunch like you know it was tapping into those different sounds right. and just, doing something new exactly and yeah. i remember pit saying something and it resonated with me he said you know like in regards to his like pivot and going to the pop he's like he goes why would i why would i make music for the block when i could make music for the world exactly you know what i mean and that's what you did yeah you, I, and it was music evolution it was just i did one i always try to like push the envelope right you know even now musically you know new stuff is like trying to just take it as far as we could take it all the time and bills was just something you know it's funny i'll be i run into writers who wrote to that beat before me and they're like man we had no idea what to do to it like we tried wow. you know it's just you know sometimes you let god in the room and it's just like it just happened like that right and then you know mama came and you know everything else after it did, that it did bills did the best in um in australia right yeah how, how, I mean, like, did, how did that, that was must have been mad random for you that like. was random bro i was just chilling and you're like you're number one on itunes in australia i was like word and then you know a week <laughs> later we're number one in the uk and then germany and then it just really the rest of the world got it really crazy and you know i did you know good morning america out roker it's like it kind of turned into one of those like songs that follow me everywhere you know and and i and it was just a blessing and it happened out of like sheer blue but you know it kind of birthed it and i feel like that that moment and the music I make now is like, it's me. Yeah. You know, it's like it take a while to find yourself. You know, when you first start rapping, you start rapping about a bunch of shit you don't do. You're just right. trying to stunt, trying to floss, right. trying to keep up with what everyone else is. It's like, right. I feel like in that moment, like I found myself. Gotcha. And that's when I got the blessing because it was truly mm, I authentic. Yeah. The truth resonates. You know, it was stuff, the reality music, you know, a lot of my music's about real things, Even cheating, the, the bills, visual. mama, let, you know, love me back. You know, I, yeah. you know, it was, it's from my heart you know what i'm saying so i think people related to something that was real you know yeah. so it just gave me the it gave me the gift back you know yeah are we good with the are we good with that mac um okay shit bro so let's get into i mean how do you feel about the whole streaming shit now with like the way the mute because it feels like songs are getting shorter it feels like you know a, a, a from a dj a lot of records now are hook verse hook and, and that's it like yeah. a minute 42 minutes and you know i say i think it's just my theory is just it's a it's a it's a strategy to try to you know get people to stream your shit again because they felt yeah. like they only heard half the song replay you know, value yeah exactly yeah yeah so i mean the whole business model has changed does that affect you at all the way you make music does that effect I think, first of all we don't even know what a streamers work that's another thing that's all fucked up and you could speak yeah. on that as well if you want to it's like really because the game like i saw Lee reed say something one day and it really resonated but it's true like i feel like the the distribution of music will always change you know we went from the eight track to the cd to the you know it was a that to whatever right you know whether people like a song or not i don't think that'll change because if people like a record i mean you can right. market you can market the worst song and people don't like it. if somebody right. if people attach to something they just gonna love it no, no matter, matter how what. long it yeah, is no matter short, how long or short or no hook, you know, or, the hook whether yeah. it's like you can't predict what people are gonna love if they love it but how they you know the business of it is something that we could always talk about like how we got to you know um you know we've been having issues with spotify and songwriters and fixing it and i and i have hope and faith that everything is going to continue to get better mm -hmm. and you know and, and i think being that streaming has been a, a a business conversation it's made artists and writers and a lot of us get more 
get smarter with, the, with yeah. our business, you know, because mm. we figured out how we got to eat and move around these the streaming and master ownership and things of that nature. So it has its pros and its cons, but the idea of it is revolutionary. You know, people, I love the fact that me, you, and everyone can make a song right now and just put it up and the whole world can do, hear it. Do you, though? You know? Do you, though? Because there's pros and cons to it. I think about that all the time. Yeah, there's like, there's definitely, you because can't rush you yourself. open the floodgates now. Yeah. So now to find you, you got to mine through it. Yeah, you you got to find your own. You have to find the music that you like, you know, but the fact that you know we can make an idea and give it to everybody without all that extra is is it, I, I find it like very um it's like uh it's it's like uh it's like a beautiful feeling you know what i'm saying it's euphoria and just knowing we could just you're right we could just go hit a like make something on the laptop right now all of us in here load it up and put it you're out right, you're right you're you know right. that's like you know but then i think but of then just you're gonna take a you're going to take a little quality hit, you know, because there's going to be a lot of quantity of people just making a bunch right. of bullshit. But, you know, the good music is going, you know. Right. Like, no gatekeepers it scares me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, there's no rules anymore. No, we need... And I feel like it got, like, people got... There's no musicality is yeah. lacking like before the gatekeepers would be like well, oh, you, you need to, to know really good back you, in the day right and you need to know music to be able to come in the secret society oh, yeah, that we make, got yeah. you gotta be good that's facts but now kids are getting through yeah. that aren't really even talented nah. and so so the audience is getting brainwashed by this yeah terrible uh, it's not terrible music but yeah, it's yeah I don't know how to, you know. No, what I, mean? I know what you mean. It's like, well, you know, back in the day, if you was in Motown, you know, you only had two hours in the studio. There wasn't no three thousand hours. You got your own laptop. You mm -hmm. had to sing it perfect. It was on a tape reel. They reeled the tape once, and Aretha had to sing. And if they caught it that day, they caught it that day. It took right. fifteen hours to re-reel that tape. Right. So of course now with Pro Tools, we can sing the same thing a thousand times. You know, I tell singers that all the time when I'm working with them. Take your time. We got all day. We can do a thousand takes of this thing. Exactly. So you could take one word from each take and just yeah, make and just you, could, you know talent is always going to be talent mm -hmm. but at the end of the day like it's like greatness is greatness you know what i'm saying it's mm -hmm. still trying to catch that lightning in a bottle you know what i'm saying so mm -hmm. it's like i feel like you know nowadays you know because it moves hyper fast it's going to be a lot of quantity but you know we i feel like we still need somebody what i feel like now what i think is coming back into the conversation what i love is like real like a and r work like people who really care about the music who are going to get in there and make sure everything is right and pick the right beats and go through the right hooks and comb through it you know putting an adult in the room with these kids who are already talented and go nah that's not good we got to go harder and no that's not the right thing push artists to do more than just them to their own accord in their room you know what i'm saying like so it's like more you collabing know, that's more a collabing. big thing with producers and now getting, too getting with getting with production like people what i think nowadays is people just want to put stuff out just to put it out like let's just put fast it up food. there fast food it nah take your time with it yeah. you don't have to rush it spend six months and make something that'll change your life for three for ten years mm, instead timeless. of putting out one thing that's gonna change it might get you a hundred couple plays or something like so like even with me I'm not a person who drops music all the time because I really like to Take my time, yeah. make it right. Yeah, and I can say 12, that, this isn't McDonald's, yeah, this is bro. yeah, this isn't this is this is champagne. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So it's like, you know, even with the artists I work with and a lot of my guys that I work with, which I think I attract that energy. We all try to like take our time, even with like me. You know, I started my 
publishing company, Big Shoon, where I've been signing a lot of writers and producers mm -hmm. and, you know, did a partnership with Prescription on it. You know, I, I preach that to them every day. Like, let's take our time. Let's finish the records. Mm -hmm. Let's go over it. Let's, like, really make sure everything, every I is dotted, every T. So I think, you know, that's what I would tell younger musicians, too, and, like, younger artists. Like, you don't got to rush. You know, if it's great, you know, there's no there's no time on anything. It's just right. timeless or it's not, you know, right. that's like what it is. And what would you what would you offer to the to the producers? Because, you know, as far as production goes, you know, being a DJ, I'm in the club all the time. And yeah. it seems like everything is sounding the same to me. Yeah, it's redundant. Yeah. I feel like I've heard the same song a gazillion times. Yeah. And and like I said, I don't really blame the art. I, I blame yeah. the producers kind of yeah. more than I blame well, the artists. Every, all of us have to take risks. Mm -hmm. The producers have to start taking risks. And I say mm -hmm. that all of us have to start taking risks. It's a risk to do something everybody else isn't There's doing. It's two Mr. Me Too's. Yeah. That it's it's just one thing works because, you know, it's a business. So one mm -hmm. thing works and everybody's going to do what that one thing that works. And then some people are going to take risks, you know. I love even, there's a lot of artists out there I feel like that. Are, I love the, you know, I love what the baby's doing. I love mm -hmm. what, you know, I love where the R&B space is now, you know, with mm -hmm. her and real talent. And, you know, I love I think what, the R&B space is, I love, I think the yeah. R&B space is sleepy right now, Lunch. No, it's very, there's very, there's a very, I like. I need some, like, 112 groove. Yeah, no, there's some groove. The groove is missing a little bit, but at least the voices are back. Like, people are trying, but I still think, you know, there's still. Because stuck on the 808. That's why there's no groove. We can get yeah. real geeky with our talk right now, but yeah, yeah. producer. Is I give the, let the 808 breathe, bro. Yeah, give it some rest and get some bass players yeah, in there. Yeah, you want again, that bro. knock. That it's, well, that's the good thing about now that conversation is being said. You know what I'm saying? Where people mm -hmm. are taking more. At first, it wasn't even R&B for like 15 years. They weren't even signing R&B. So mm -hmm. the fact that it's even in a space now where people are actually mm -hmm. singing, there's not a. You know, the problem is with me. There's not a lot of great songs. There's a lot of great artists with great voices, mm -hmm. but I believe a song like. I'm in the song business, you know, right. back in the day, you know, me and Lon talk all the time. You didn't even know what people's faces look like. You know, it's mm -hmm. just like a song. You hear a song and be like, damn, who's that? It didn't even matter. What yeah, the it face didn't matter about. What, about anything. It's just so I, I, I'm like, I think there's a lot of great singers. There's a lot of great this, but there's not a lot of great songs. That's why songwriting and production is very important. There's not a lot of great songs because there's not a lot of great producers right now yeah. because these producers are beat makers. Yeah. So what happens is they don't know how to make songs. So what's happening is you're having... I call them beat makers, just yeah. sending beats to artists. Artists are opening up the pack, going in the studio, yeah, yeah. but there's no producer t arranging the record for them. Yeah, like, that grown person in the room who just really putting every nail in, you know, like, you know, Whitney Houston didn't sing every song. She didn't write none of the songs she wrote. Michael Jackson mm -hmm. took songs. That's what I think is finding. If you're a good singer, find a great writer. You know, sometimes the power is not in your voice. Right. It's in your pen. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I feel like a lot of artists that are great singers are not getting with great writers. So you're not getting good songs. You're right. getting dope vocals, but right. you're not getting lyrics that right. are like powerful. So right. it's like, that's why I always tell people, if you, sometimes your power might be in your pen. Right. You know, get with a great singer if you're a great writer. Right. And writers find great people to write your songs. Right. You and know, then on and the hip-hop we'll side. Then we'll, get, then we'll get those smokers. Then we'll get, you know, a Mark Morrison right. who lied to me that'll play for 20, 30 years. <laughs> It's a great, it's a great you're song, right. but it's blurred you know? too because it's not like you're gonna go in the studio and tell, you know, someone with melody like Roddy Rich or Young Thug, yo, hit yeah. that note differently, do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, those guys it, are the special ones, exactly. Yeah, those dudes are special. Like, you know, even with, you know, just to segue, like even the artists I signed, like, you know, that I've been working with, you know, mm -hmm. Lavish the MDK from 
Pahokee, a small city, where I just think he's special. You know, mm-hmm. it's like some people are just gifted. You know, it's like Rowdy's definitely. And and the funny thing, which I'll give credit to Rowdy, I remember Dallas, my boy who signed him, when I first heard Rowdy, he was super dope. But I mean, he definitely worked on his craft and everybody getting in the studio and refine themselves and take it to that level where they get mm-hmm. in that special zone. Even all of us, you know, and I think the difference with those great artists is they really dedicate that time to find out what works for them and mm-hmm. you know it's not as easy as they make it seem you know what i'm saying it's just you know people like like even giving drake is the you know his his um his flowers like th- people being that great they're very on purpose it's very mm-hmm. intentional like mm-hmm. these things aren't like oh they just get in the studio and screaming like no these people are very intentional and really great artists are always intentional right like they know what they're doing they could get in the studio and turn it on you right. know what i'm saying well other people you could are still trying to kind of find themselves and things like that you know which takes like you know credit in 40 and credit in the people around a lot of these guys that are amazing who's giving them that create a sound pr- for yeah them. creating that production value you know so it's like i tell a lot of young artists like don't take your time get with someone who knows how to shape your sound writers build it slowly mm-hmm. you know it doesn't have to you know that instantaneousness you know what i'm saying so right. it's like you know it's it that's what but that's the good thing is when you do find it you have means and opportunity now to load your shit up on distro kit or get a bus mm. started for yourself and get it going and you don't have to go through all this extra you know i love that about the music business now that just that automatic you know what i'm saying yeah you know what i love about the streaming too is that for example you take somebody like russ and he had a four years worth of catalog before he popped mm-hmm. and when he did pop records that were three years old were going gold because people were going back into his catalog and streaming his old shit yeah you load you know it up I mean? and you got you know you build that catalog on your digital front and then you just you know you give it to your fans you know mm-hmm. you build your own world and then maybe yeah. the whole world uh you know dig mm-hmm. into it so that's what i even that's why i even got into like you know i started the lunchbox records started big tune publishing because i just want to give the opportunities that I got mm-hmm. and the knowledge that I got to other people that I feel are special, you know, even with all the producers and the writers I got and the artists that I'm working with and partnerships with them. It's just trying to, you know, it's the whole point to me is like, once you get, you got to give, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not going to hold all this information. I'm going to try to Facts. get someone else in a position to get their stuff off. Facts. So that's what, you know, that's what I, you know, that's why. And I, and I feel like Miami, we don't have like a, we have so many dope producers and music that we've con- contributed to the music industry as far as writers and producers. And we're not really spoke about as much as people should really give us credit for our production value from Miami. So like, you know, that's why I started Big Tune because we're a Miami days based publishing mm-hmm. house with dope producers and writers that you could come to Miami and get them bangers, you know, and get them smokers from us. So, yeah. you know, that was my main mission of coming back home, you know, just putting our little our foot in the sand on that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I've said this before, but I think it's the best time to be signed to nobody right now. Mm-hmm. I feel like independence, you know, as far as whether artists are, you know, uh, do you think getting the deal is the goal anymore? Do you, or are you the type to preach independence? I know everyone has their own beliefs on this. Like, yeah, I preach independence, but I preach like getting things that work for you. You know, a lot see a lot of guys get online now and they kind of like out where they used to be signed to before and things like that. But those bumps in the roads and those things that you learn is what got you there, you know? Mm-hmm. Like even though shit, like Kanye, of course, is one of my favorite artists of all time. Of course, everyone on all of our top five, top two lists, most influential. And I noticed when he came out and was, you know, doing this thing about the publishing, you know, there's a, there's a pro and a con to that. Of course, mm-hmm. him being where he's at now, he wants to fix his situation 
situation, but who knows if he would have been here if it wasn't for that right, situation. Exactly. You know, when I ask a lot of like writers and rappers and stuff who want to do, who and I preach independence, know your business, and there's good deals, you know, but what is a good deal to you? Like, what is a good deal for you? Right. You know? Are labels really helping you nowadays? You know what yeah, I mean? But I mean it, yeah, it's, and, and it's not even, I mean, only with partnerships, it's just even being a new producer and a writer, you know, like, mm -hmm. if you can get with people who can give you the information, you know, and if you're going to, I preach independence if you're going to hustle. Got if you, you got to okay. hustle, if you talent and you just talent and you know you're not a hustler, you just right. really a talent. You need a team. You need a team. You need people that are going to push you and people are only going to want to get in business with you. Mm. You know, but if you're a person who got extreme hustle, you can shop your own beats and you're going to make them phone calls and you're going to be all over the place. Like a lot of my homies who did it independently, then yeah. Okay. But if you're a person where you know you strictly talent, get with people who are going to protect you, do good deals for you and do a good deal. Get your lawyer and do mm. something that's fair, you know, because... There's people out here who need that. You know, you got talent and people have zero hustle. Some people are just good at making music. So right. you need a good manager. You right. need a mouthpiece. You need you need a business. You need people around you who are going to push you. So I always tell people when they come to me like, man, I don't want to sign to nobody. I'm like, why not? Right. You know, what? what is the reason why? Do you have a plan? If you right. got a plan, yeah, I'm not even going to interrupt right, you about right. your business. But if you don't got a plan and you just walk around saying, yo, I ain't going to sign to yeah. nobody, it's like, then how are you going to get in anywhere? Right. What are you going to maneuver? Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? So I think it all like matters like for who you are. Gotcha. You know, and what's your your game plan? You know, if you master P, yeah, you can work it how you work it. But everybody ain't P. Everybody right. ain't Puff. Everybody right. ain't Hovind Dame. Right. Some dudes need that mouthpiece. They need to just be talent. Right, right, you know? right. So I'm about me even personally is I love to meet talent. And so if they who need do you think help, you are? Are you, um, are you the type that likes to fall back? I think I got a splash at everybody. Okay. You know, even with my with my guys, like I fight for all the people around me because I know you. how I've been. I've had some years in the game where I could lend good information, but I'm you know I'm a little bit of everybody. So you're cool with stepping into the business space and being a businessman and kind of yeah. And I'm cool with being an artist. I'm cool with being a writer. You know, I'm right. cool with falling back. Okay. You know, I'm I'm cool with all of that. It has to do anything with music. You know, got you because you know I, I love I just love talent, man. Even me being a talent, I love hearing something special and just trying to help. Right. You know, like no ego sometimes for nothing. Just, right. you know, just to, it's, it's, you know, I love being a part of people's stories. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You know, when you look a lot, a lot of great artists from like uh, Sam Cooke, mm -hmm. you know, Sam Cooke was a part of a lot of careers that people don't know about. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of these guys was, yo, he's could sing. Yo, you should put, you know, let, yo, yeah. I got a deal for you right here. Like, yeah, that's what a lot of great artists, some who don't even talk about it. You yeah. know, people mm -hmm. don't even know I played songs. A lot of Miami artists and people for when I was in rooms that they probably wouldn't be in, mm -hmm. you know, brought them up and things. So I just love, that's yeah. why I started Big Tune and Lunchbox, because I wanted so, to put people in those positions. So now, like you said, you, you started, you know, those entities and now like doing the boutique thing is kind of like the wave, the boutique de uh, label uh -huh. and you got your team set up, you got mm -hmm. your, the facility that you opened up. So what's the goal? Get these hits. Like, how do you, how does Lunch move in 2021 if he feels like he has two hits in his hand? What do you do with these? Do you go to radio? Do we, are we still doing that? Are we trying um, to fly the, the playlist Spotify guy and the private jet somewhere? Yeah. To Vegas, no, I mean, getting some cocaine and hookers for the yeah, weekend. You know what I mean, mean? Like, what are we doing? Like, I mean, right now, I mean, I'll even say with like, you know, I'm gearing up my new stuff. You know, Labs dropping a new mixtape mm -hmm. on uh, February the 17th. So we just gearing up the good music, you know, shooting the videos and giving it to the people. You know, of course, we got, you know, dope marketing strategy behind it and things and some brand. Um, um, you know, I love I love brand partnerships. I love getting with other brands and like cross branding the new artists with 
other brands that are up and coming and brands that are already big so you get that double promotion you know mm -hmm. i love you know dropping the visuals and the trailers and making that you know instagram just really connecting with the fans and growing slowly or growing fast it depends on how much they love the music and what record takes off right or what reacts you know so it's like really you know setting a plan following the plan and keep executing it how do you, you, know? how, do you how do you feel about radio nowadays i think radio is still important terrestrial is still important you know mm -hmm. you know that mom going to school with her kids, that soccer mom, she's not going to mm. look on you no know, new music she Friday. Have Spotify playlist, nah, she like, does exactly. She's not yeah. on Apple searching the browser to find, you know, yeah. for the average person, they still want to turn on the radio and hear a bop. You know, they still want to hear. They need to be songs. told what the hits are. Yeah. But you got to work to that. We don't mm. have to go straight to that anymore. We can build it. Mm. I look at Spotify like how we used to hand out CDs. You know, mm. we just build in our platforms and our fan bases. And then as it slowly grows, you know, we cool with being patient, you know. Cause we want it. Mm -hmm. I want to be here forever. So it's right. a different game I'm playing. You know, I'm not really doing for the hot flash of like quick. I want us to. You're not doing TikTok, TikTok dances out here at lunch. Nah, like, and I'm not mad at that. Yeah, you know, yeah. whatever gets the records going. You know, we have TikTok campaigns and things that we do, but it's more natural to the artists. I don't right. force anybody. You're not forcing a challenge nah, on us. Like though. I preach to you know a lot of the artists and my homies and our whole crew all the time, like things we need to be doing. But I'm not going to force anybody to be anything they don't want to be. You know, yeah. you might want to. Some people want to be on singing covers on there that's how they do their marketing they sing covers with their fans uh, that's the cool thing about where we're at is that right. you can figure out what's your thing you can, and work any it. content any content you know and just me i'm more of a music person i want the songs i want it to be potent i want it to stick to people and gut. see that's the problem you know? me too lunch and that's the problem with all this type of media yeah. you, you have to kind of be like a celebrity the artist is just part of it now you yeah. know what i mean you gotta you gotta be the tiktoker you gotta be and i mean you know you just you you there's a art to that but you could be you don't know how they accept you you know there's a marketing to right. get it to them you know it could take off on tiktok it could go crazy on spotify it could still right. start in the street right you know it could still start from local just, people I, playing it and then it transfers over to you know right. you never know you have to just put it in front of the people right and hustle it before artists know? would put a hundred percent in their music yeah make sure it's good take your time with it but now these artists have to do so many different things yeah that i feel like sometimes it takes away from the quality of the music because yeah. they got to worry about yo what challenge are we going to do to yeah. this song before or they what? Even yeah there's a lot of different app but the funny thing you know back them days that's true you know you make there was a marketing department for the label that's you know true, that. after they finished it you know we just was getting the music and it was dope but it was people slaving for hours figuring out how to do that line in front of specs and yeah. how to post up all the yeah. posters it's just different now it's yeah. just these are the now do it yourself, now basically. the music is here so now it's like how can we get it to the people where they can get it there so right. now this is the block this is the street so i like to work the street with this at the same time you know and like if you go even the lab like you go around his way he hot around his way mm -hmm. you know you go up his way pahokee you go to what people know you know the things that he's doing out there in his base yeah and then you know we grow it from there and they'll definitely see it when we drop the new music you know and then you know even with what i'm doing just on the you know top 40 side on mm -hmm. the you know push still pushing you know doing my stuff and having a 50 50 joint venture you know on my master and stuff it's like you know i'm in a good space to just make you know whatever i want and i mm -hmm. like to make forever music so so what, know, what does your sound look like in 2021 well i just put out cheat in december i put money mm -hmm. dance out last friday um you know i just you know I, i'm you know this year i'm dropping my first album which mm -hmm. i've never you know put a whole body of work out i did make that cake with doja mm -hmm. so i'm excited i worked on it for two years so i'm like excited to oh, like dope. put a whole you know batch of music to give the people who've been waiting for me to put out a whole bunch of music and then just pushing everybody else you know like i said labs dropping um you 
you know, I have great writers. I did, did you know, tap in record for Sweetie. Still got a bunch you of records. You did tap in? Yeah, I did tap in for Sweetie. You, you wrote know, it? So, um, yeah, I worked on I did the hook. So, you know, wow. I worked on yeah, so. so everybody, that's a big club record right yeah, now. Right? Do you I know mean, that that's a big club record? Yeah, I'm aware it's okay, big. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah okay. I know. It's, I see people doing their yeah, TikTok like, dances and having fun like, to it. But that's what I mean. Like, Sweetie, who's a great artist with marketing her music and coming up with ideas. She's genius with it, you know? Mm -hmm. She's like, you know, and I think... You know, in this space, you have to be proactive as an artist. Mm -hmm. You know, we've traded where you can be proactive, you know, yourself mm -hmm. and get a good team around you and stick loyal to them and just grind it. You know, mm -hmm. it don't have to happen tomorrow. Right. We got time. You don't you want know? it to happen tomorrow nah, because you it'll be go here. quick. Yeah, you want to just work on it. But yeah, I'm in, a, I'm in a good space, man. Like, you know, dropping Money Dance and Cheat and seeing the reaction of people just happy I'm putting out more music. Mm -hmm. And then I'm just really excited to drop some of the artists that I've been working with. You know, I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm just like pumped for people to hear them and also hear you know even with you know my producers like julian beats and diet they did the pose record for Gotti. you know mm -hmm. one of my uh, other producers dm he did the chessica record with pitbull the tequieto record that did mm -hmm. really well so i got guys that are doing amazing you know all my writers are floating so we just passing the information out now giving the, the energy to other people to stretch their you know yeah. what they're doing so that's like even more of a win for me like i like when i do good but when i see all my people like moving yeah. i'm like this is what we're here for because it's strength in numbers you know so yeah. it's like all of us slowly are like you know got batches got crazy music dropping mix mm -hmm. you know it's just like i feel the the gold rush coming for us so you that's know i'm excited casey man i got a bunch of shit going on that's what's up Her label right mm -hmm. it's called lunchbox records lunchbox records and lbr the, yep in the facility that you opened up the lunchbox the lunchbox it's an art gallery with a studio inside of my art gallery mm -hmm. so i got like all my pieces in there um I got a collection, you know, so I just wanted to put, I really wanted to find a place to put all my art mm -hmm. that I was just buying from going all over the place. And like, you know, me and my girl got a Damn, new collection. Got, yeah. Yeah. Well, g give me like an example of a piece that you bought from like, maybe like the Eastern Alps of like, uh, no, I mean, I have, some shit. I have a lot of, I like to find new artists and do one-on-ones. So if I find somebody I really like, I like to commission, you know, artists a lot, mm -hmm. um, you know, I have like, you know, some Boteos and Asian stuff. I got like, well, I love A-Hall. A-Hall is a great, I know, I got like, I, I mean, I hate the art talk, but it's, yeah. it's something that I really think correlates with the inspiration. Right. You know, even with like A-Hall, I shot my dog A-Hall out, who's an amazing, A-Hall Sniffs Glue, who's an amazing artist from Miami. I got like a big five of five that he did, and I got one of them, and I think Puma got like two, or somebody else has two other ones, but so you, like, I just wanted you, to you put, trade art, you buy, sell, have I mean, you, you flown anywhere to get a piece? No, crazy. I just, well, like I went, there's a dope cuban artist that we grabbed some stuff from who's really mm -hmm. dope um he has i don't know if you've seen his two plus two equals um he has like this crazy art display that he does in cuba mm -hmm. and you know we went to cuba and grabbed pieces because you know just with the situation there yeah. a lot of them we had to you know my girl basically had to smuggle art out of there but um you know i just did that really because i wanted to put some pieces there and then you know wherever i see a space i feel like i need to create you know so and art appreciates in value right I yes it does it's a good investment it's yeah. something but it's something that i really love like it inspires me it ain't even about the money i just like finding people who are talented mm -hmm. and i use it for a lot of the artwork like my guy rascal who does a lot of creative direction for me is an amazing artist um rascal vita and i use vita and i use them for a lot of my covers and things like that so i like to hire artists for the artwork because it just feels real i was going to ask you have you heard of nft I have you okay this is about to be the new wave okay and it's it's basically 
All right, you know how ba- baseball cards are popping now? Football, baseball oh, yeah, cards, yeah, yeah. like they came People back. back doing the, so, yeah, they're selling uh, the Pokemon Black, cards damn, and all that. I feel like I'm going to explain this wrong, but Blau, he, he's an he's a EDM artist. Uh-huh. He did his artwork, and it's basically NFTs are like, uh, it, it's like you turn your artwork into like a card, and you make one of one, and now it holds value. So he basically... It's like a, it's like crypto art, bro. Oh, it's wow. like some different type of shit. I'm now I'm mad. I'm not explaining it right. I that I up. feel like I see what that's hold about. on, hold on, bro. Now going Bitcoin, uh, going like Dogecoin, crazy. I brought up some shit Popping that it. that I need NFTs, crypto. Non fungible tokens. Non-fungible token is a special type of cryptographic token which represents something unique. Non-fungible tokens are thus not. Manipulably interchangeable. This is in contrast to cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin and many network or utility tokens that have. Right. So basically, it's like digital art that holds its value because there's only a certain amount. So yeah, you can't. The lesser it is, the more it's like. Right. That's how I like. I like to treat the music. That's why I don't like putting a bunch of stuff out because our stuff is. I try to treat it very like boutique. You know, it's not a lot of us on. It's not right. a lot of our shit on the street. But when it comes, it's like quality right you so basically this dude blau he came out with his his single and he did one of his artwork like say a picture but the blue version and oh, then he only made one of them wow. so that one went for like a certain amount of money then he made like a hundred yellow ones that's dope of the a yellow version and sold that and there's only a hundred of them that exist oh, digital wow. so they're valued accordingly because you can't i guess yeah, replicate you it. yeah you can't rep it's just once it's one yeah. of the ones yeah yeah so that's super dope yeah some different type I of like, shit nah, there's a lot of a lot of new waves out i like that but anyway, lunch. Can you introduce your new artist right here? Yeah, man. I got Lav right here, Lavish MDK. Okay. You know, he's from Pokey, Florida. Um, just incredible, man. I mean, I heard his music. Pokey's like 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 Central Florida, right? Like I mean, you can tell him right. Nah, it's a little soft. We we right off the lake. Lake right, right. But yes. bro, y'all like breed football players, right? Yeah, football. Like, yes, sir. Coach. Yeah. yeah. That on the first like rapper. Yeah. yeah, it's far. You know what I'm saying. Can you name? Can you name some football players that came out of Polk? Like, it, bro, there's a lot of them, right? Like, oh, uh, Anquan Bolden. Yeah, Janoris Jenkins, mm. Pernell McPhee, Fred mm. Taylor, Bell mm. Glenn, You know, it's mm. a lot of guys. Have you? Have you? Have you been into football at all? Or you, or you did music? Yeah, I grew up playing football. I played football on um, really uh since the jit since I was like seven years old. Yeah, all the way through twelfth grade. Mm, that's like everything over there, right? Yeah, but I came to a crossroad. You know what I'm saying? I had to make a decision because, mm-hmm. like, I was doing music um early off, like at uh, like 12, 13 years old. Mm-hmm. So I was doing it all through high school. Mm. Then, like, when it was time to go to college, I just made a decision. Like, I'm gonna follow my heart on the music. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I don't want to go to school no more. So you know who, who who inspires you? Like, like your music growing up? Um, like, I think just church, really, bro. My uncle beat the drums. Like mm-hmm. coming up, like church. Really, I think it started in church, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Then as I got older... Um, was there like an artist, though? That, that I just found a way to vent through the music, bro. God, Like, I've been through a lot, you know what I'm saying? We've been through a lot, moving over to West Palm, you know what I'm saying? Just, mm-hmm. I think the music just... It, it was a venting thing for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I never I never did... Like, when I started doing music, like, I never was like, oh, I want to get in the game, I want to be a superstar. Mm-hmm. It was just like something I ran it's like therapy for you. And just kept doing it, you know what I'm saying? Over time, I got... You know what I'm saying? Got yeah. Good like, when I first heard him, like... You know, somebody played me his music, and I just was like, I just was a fan. Like right. I just got his mixtape, and I played it every and Lush, single. You got that ear, so yeah, you I'm, know when something is like music. Yeah, music. no, when I when I I played it every day. Like yeah. when I heard it, I just couldn't take 
I, I played his his mixtape every day. Right. So I was like, I gotta meet him. Like you know, I just and ever since I met him, he like my fan. You know, I just wanted to see. I always wanted to be there, just right helping him or whatever you need. Like you know, let's work. So it's just like, and he just Thanks. it's just like when you meet somebody. Like it's just it was Kendrick. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because we a lot like with the music. Damn. He takes his time, but he's it just was like I had to. I was bothering. I was like, yeah. what's up, man? Come down here for part. Let's work, man. Like kind of mad. I haven't heard any of his music. So. Can you describe your like for somebody who hasn't heard your music? Can you describe it to somebody? Uh, just real life, real feeling, real emotion. Okay. You know what I'm saying like, I gotta be going through it, even like gotcha. let it out. You know what I'm saying? Would That's you why. consider it like R and B ish? Is it? Can you not put it in a box? Is it? Trap? Like, you, really, you, really can't, you really can't put it in a box. Like I can nice. rap, I can sing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I can gotcha. mix it. You know what I'm saying? Well, like, in 2001, when you did the song, baby, that was uh, uh 17. Yeah, 2017, he put a mixtape out, and he had a record with Lil Baby, um, mm. that went crazy. 2017, then him and Kodak worked on a record around the same time, right? 2000, uh, 2015. 2015, like, they did stuff. That. So he been he's young. You know, he talked like you know, because mm -hmm. he laughs like a young dude. But he's mm -hmm. been putting in work in his side of town for um, for a couple years, and you know, he has his whole following up on his side. Okay. So me coming from Miami too, yeah. and him being from up north, you know, being from Pahokee in that area, like it's just that Florida connection. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And me being a Miami boy, and him being like you know from Palm Beach and up that way, I was like, man, we just got to connect. So yeah. it's like we've been rocking ever since, and just you know knocking stuff out. People have been calling me left and right about him, so we just been being patient and just. You know, but you got you know his new mixtape coming. That's March or February. Yeah, the seventeen. Yeah, seventeen. Three, four, seven, six. Mm -hmm. hey. Shit, crazy. Yeah, I'm that before. crazy. Was it like working with Lunch? Oh, it's awesome. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Just like he said, like when he moved to Cali. You know what I'm saying? It's like mm -hmm. my first move, like outside of where I'm from. Mm -hmm. So it's like Miami expanding. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Learning more, being around him, the, the guys, the writers, producers. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just like finding myself within this system as well cause, yeah. know, cause like you said I can go in the room mm -hmm. lock myself in the room and make a record but it's like now how how do you add uh, the guys around you or, or from the your team, team to make the machine you know run smooth yeah to make you it know work. me and Ben Billions actually work with Lav too um, when I played him for Ben we both got involved so it's really me and Ben um, just you know pushing Lav mm -hmm. and working on his new tape and you know just about to go on a major run with him so I'm just like I'm you know and you know if I endorse like a rapper like he just you know it was just it was too crazy you know yeah yeah that's what's up, bro. Can you uh, shout out your social media? Tell everybody where they can follow uh, you. Leverage the MDK. That's Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, everything. Leverage the MDK. Gmail. Okay. Everything. Leverage the MDK. Have you been down? To, have you been in the clubs in Miami yet? Are, are you uh, twenty? Yeah, yet? a couple. Yeah, I'm twenty three. I just okay. turned twenty three like a couple days ago. So. Okay. Mm -hmm. What's your yeah. favorite spot so far? Um, psh, what was the rush? Gold Rush, Gold Rush. Yeah, yeah I've been Gold taking Rush. him to Gold Rush since he's giving him that run, <laughs> yeah, you know? You got we, went, to. we went out one night, you know, and Tice was playing a couple joints too, was showing love, shot, and Tice was spending some stuff out. Mm -hmm. So um, we just been working kind of the digital stand front too, because a lot of his fans are like, you know, on the internet. So mm -hmm. it's like, you know, we just been finishing the tape to put out this new music and, you know, just go on this run with the 33476. So yeah, I'm a, it's the first really, he's like the first artist off the lunchbox, you know, mm -hmm. and with Ben and with our, you know, our, Collaboration together on artists is the first time you know we really put our you know we behind somebody yeah, so like, 
Yeah, this is the first okay. time. So I'm like, I'm excited about just, you know, getting them out to the world. And he's already put a lot of groundwork on in on his own, you know. Mm -hmm. We just came to just like add more to the flame, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Just turn it up. Damn, you know, I gotta listen to you see the music. me. I'm giddy. I'm like happy like a jit. I'm like, yeah, we dropping music. We put stuff on. <laughs> yeah. We get a laugh going. That's why it's like for me being in the game for a minute and even mm -hmm. having my success. It's just fun just watching other people like so lunch rock. What, what, you know, when you're getting everything ready for him, are you are you reaching out to people to try to get collabs with him, or are you focus on let's build the sound by ourselves and do a project by ourselves? We've been building the sound ourselves. Like the thing I love with Lab is he got a lot of integrity. You mm -hmm. know, he's not prideful, but he's integrity with his music. Mm -hmm. He's you no, know, he doesn't always feel the need to do this and do that mm -hmm. he wants to hone his sound he wants to work on his sound he wants to put his music out you know and a so lot you're of people not a follower that's yeah, good he's not, he's not like a clout guy you yeah. know but he but a lot of artists when they hear him they want to work with him you know him he was on baby's tape that just you know i think it went platinum how did that so happen? he's about to get in the um laughing you know uh uh which is uh on the street level he was popping before he popped off before he had his record you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. we was hearing about him just having that ear for the next thing you know what so I'm saying? so what do you do do you go to atlanta he comes over here you you how do you how do you get in touch with uh, him? We went to Atlanta. Actually. Okay. Yeah. And, and you, you had a plug or you just, you knocked on his uh, door? Like, it was a plug. It was a okay. plug. I forget, I forget who, you know, I think it was Real Network Promotions. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Shout out to them. If okay. I'm not mistaken, but yeah. And then when Baby and them heard him, you know, and then, you know, QLP, all of them were like playing the song crazy, you know, Vision Clear, it really popped off in the street. And mm -hmm. that's kind of what initially, like even when we go now in certain places out here, and I'm like, damn, it's like they playing Vision Clear, you know, it was like mm -hmm. just one of them joints. And that was kind of, I think that was one of the first songs I heard from, I heard of Ben Ballin', but... That was like, man, this shit, like, who's that? You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Get, and usually now, even when we walk around in these rooms and we play his records for people, they just like, you know, who's this? You know, artists want to collab with them, people. It's really easy. I don't really got to sell it. It's like, you know, you know, it's, it's you know, if I'm saying it's that good, you know? Yeah. So, you know, we just, you know, we just pushing, man. We pushing. We know we in for the, and that's what I love about him. We have that Kendrick spirit with music. Like I said, he likes to like, you know. He took his time on his new tape. Man, you know? we finna win, man. Yeah. We all go. Yeah. We going up. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So he took his he took his but time. You're not in a rush, bro. That's important. That's a good I'm quality right. to have, bro. Cause a lot of people just want it quick. They want that microwave success. They want to cut corners and Nah, this is this is this you know how we play. Yeah, you, see, yeah, you know, no, you know no, how no. I am with music. Me. It's yeah, like, yeah. yeah, it's like you I garnish work, that shit, yeah, bro. We really you, we love it, you know. That's the one thing with Big Tune, like even all the guys are we love. You gotta love it. We love it, you know. it's a shot. You know, I always feel like I gravitate to people like that mm -hmm. you know i gravitate to people who love music so it's like we can't the feeling, lose bro yeah, like, like yeah. that feeling when you get goosebumps exactly I, you know what i realized bro i feel like most people don't have that feeling that they can't get no. that feeling they don't feel yeah. music that way mm -hmm. it gotta be from it gotta be from here you know yes yeah. you know we gotta get out of here and just start going from here you know that's been a conversation of lately and i'm glad that's becoming like a, a trend you know mm -hmm. and we and you know we do we do great marketing and pushing campaigns and stuff but we do mm -hmm. definitely make sure the music is is potent right you know you reminded me bro i wanted to play this clip from diddy and it was bro it resonated with me so much and it, and it reminded me of just like i think i saw it when puff was talking about um the god in music right now, and like, the problem is we not making r&b we going yeah. deeper and deeper into the new hole you no know puff don't come with the yeah. soullessness mm -hmm. and numbers people going in there they making numbers how many can i stream how many Wait, 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 wait. followers can I get how many likes can I get how much love can I get you know what I'm saying socially that ain't what is it it's supposed to be how many hearts you can move how many goosebumps you can give how many tears how many babies you can make Facts. they can make 
You know what I'm saying? And um, it's not a musical formula. It's something that got to come from the spirit, from within, from God. You know? And... You know, Puff come from, he come from that too. You know, he one of the leaders of, you know, real R&B, yeah. real hip hop from here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I always, you know, I always been Do like you think, that. Yeah, this is actually good because I've been wanting to speak to like someone, you know, your age, 23 years old. Your peers around you and the music that they listen to. Mm -hmm. do, 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 how do I word this? Sometimes I feel like soul is missing in music, right? Like that feeling of like R&B, of melody and mm -hmm. harmony and, and that, that feeling that you get, you yeah. know? It, it sounds too digital. It sounds like digital emotion. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Do, do you, but you say you come from the church, so you understand emotion in music and you understand real instrumentation and you understand, do, 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 so, your, do, yeah, do your peers understand that? Like, can they hear, can they feel uh, that feeling? Of, yeah, of course. Because okay. it's, it's, it's environment You know what I'm saying We're in Florida I feel like that's that, that soul And that pain is Like Florida is doing it right now Like it's coming back Like Got you The newer guys Like the younger Like we starting to tap into it Rod Wave Like you say Hot Boy like, Rod Wave is a good Jack example Jack Boy Kodak Like those guys yeah. You know what I'm saying Like they really speaking from You know what I'm saying Soul Like right. what they been through And stuff like that Definitely okay. if you hear his music It's just pure Okay Pure from the gut You know it's yeah. like You know I feel like it would, you know, just to say what Lav is saying, like a lot of the younger Florida artists like himself and a lot of these guys, you know, we make Florida make we make real street emotional music. You know, like a lot of the Florida rappers from, you know, like he said himself, Rod, Kodak, these dudes mm -hmm. don't make music about like they chains and they cars. You know, we mm -hmm. us Florida, like our, you know, Miami yeah. and Florida, we make like trick, like music from the gut. Right. So I think that's kind of like what makes, you know, even the melodies and you know, these get like even him when you hear the melodies and the the soul that these these dudes mm -hmm. is coming with, even with Lav, like it's just that it's a, it's just a, it's definitely a thing from our state and like mm -hmm. what we generate. It's mm -hmm. like real thug pain music, mm -hmm. you know, and the cool thing, even with, you know, like I don't make the music lab makes like we make two different styles because we come from two different experiences. Mm -hmm. But you just, you know, when it's real, it hits you. It don't matter what, exactly. you know, what it is. It transcends what genre. language. Yeah, it transcends. transcends environment. We come from two yeah. different worlds and we but we relate a lot on a lot of things, yeah, you know, music. so it's like it's that music. It's like when I heard his music, it hit me. I was like, yo, this is like, what's that? Mm. And that's how I know, you know, it's a testament of where we come from. And then what it is now is just getting in and putting that polish on it that we can get Got everybody you. else to get it too you know see so that's, that's something that these new artists don't have the the the, yeah. the guys like you that could put the polish that's on. where the production value comes in mm -hmm. that's where that's the record that's mm. the single that's what we need to work on right there that one got the feeling you this know this needs a better mix yeah like, this needs a, you know just those key little things that turn up what we doing you know and mm -hmm. he really He's really easy. He's got a gauge. You know, I don't got to do, you know, I let, he does what he do. You know, I yeah. just, I'm just here whenever he need me. You know what I'm saying? So it's got like, you. but you know, that's what I'm trying to establish with everybody we all working with. Just like real, got you, you know, and then we're going to put that, you know, we got some TikTok. We got the fun stuff. You okay. know, my stuff is fun. Last stuff got stuff fun, but we just trying to make just stuff that really touch people. Yeah. You know, we want to just really hit them in the, no matter what uh, it's about, you know, I'm not in the business of sad music, you know, like, yeah. you know, lunch money is very fun and very for your, mm -hmm. for your mom and your dad. And then, you know, Lav is just like really for the streets. Talking about for fun, people, like know? fun and like the music that, that we grew up with lunch. I want to ask you a question. Do you think a new version of like Miami bass can come back? 
I definitely like think so. Like up-tempo, like if some new young kids I visually so. make it dope, have some women in yeah. some tempo. I feel like the new generation is afraid of tempo, like fast music. Everything has to be double timed down. Yeah, and, and I think like, it could come back. I just think yeah. how it's done. I did a record with the City Girls last year called Pony, where I was just kind of experimenting with that. I might have been too early or too late, but like a one fifty beat, you know what I mean? Yeah, like oh, fast. definitely. I think it just has to be done right, you okay. know. And it depends on the the artist. You know, I'm like a risky. I feel like I've done things that were a little early, and then I seen someone else do. It. I was like, damn, I was early. But it mm. just takes risks. It takes people want to take risks. Right. That was the cool thing about music. You know, it's just people who are trying to do other things. I, exactly. I like yeah, the yeah. artists who who try to experiment with a new sound, yeah. and now people want to follow the sound. You yeah. Know what I'm well, that's how you change the sound. You do it, experiment with it, and then everybody follows you. Future, if Future comes out with a song with, with a flute. In the yeah. now everybody wants to make flute beats. Yeah. You know what I mean. And like, the funny thing, it really hasn't changed. In mm -hmm. the '90s, there was a lot of imitation Timberlands, a little imitation Neptunes, a lot of mm -hmm. imitation Kanyes, a lot of imitation Just Blaze, imitation DJ Tomps. Whenever a sound is popular, people are going to gravitate to it because mm -hmm. that's what's working. Right. You know, and then within that, you can find yourself. But Im imitation is the best form of flattery. It's the way people hear something that's working and want to try it. Because it's always, though, if you go to the '90s, it was a a bunch of groups that sounded like total they didn't right. sound like total but they right. tried to groups that tried to sound like swv rappers that tried to sound like hove there was nine rappers yeah. that tried to sound like they, jay or yeah. sound like nas or sound like trick or sound like ti yeah. or look like ti like hip-hop and commercial value music is always going to have that but there's going to be them special ones yeah there's going to be them special that's songs. a key quality launch i think are the artists who aren't afraid to experiment and try some shit just yeah. try some shit. Yeah. Go to Mars with it. If it doesn't work, we scrap yeah, it. We but scrap at least it. we try to do something new and start a wave. Yeah, you know what I mean? start a wave. So it's just taking risks. Some people don't want to do it on their first try. Some people do it by accident. Yeah. But, you know, it's just, it, it, I always look for the next thing. I just look for, you know, I don't like everything. But when I do like something, like even when I heard right. it loud, I was like, I like this. This is it. Right. This is shit that's real. This, you know. How do you feel about lunch as far as, um, you know, me being a DJ? I feel like we're missing that that early 2000s, that classic Power 96 era of reggae, that crossover reggae, yeah. that Wayne Wonder. I feel like I feel like we're missing that. You yeah, I mean, you get some of it in the Latin world, in the Latin space now, but it's so much cross genre now, man. Like if you hear some of the new things that none of y'all kids is doing in Jamaica, they're blending the rap, you know, with the drill, with the. There's no genres anymore, you know. Right. Everything is so genre bending, you know. Like him, yeah. even him, you know, take about the live coming out of Pahokee, coming out of a small town. Before it had to be you coming out of New York, L.A. or Miami, or you come. Mm -hmm. Now we getting what Nevada sounds like in rap and what uh, somebody from Cleveland sound like or people from Africa or Spain Afro or, or Afrobeat the genres and now it's about which I love with music it's about a Latin artist hooking up with a reggae artist right. hooking up with a rapper right. you know it's not and radio is losing their mind because they have that old model where it has to fit in a box fit top 40 top hip hop 40. Latin but yeah. what are you doing what when it, the baby's making music with Justin Bieber yeah what do you you, you like, know it's, it's just that's how music has got to mm -hmm. that's what it's beautiful now you can literally right. make what you want figure out how everyone's gonna like it mm. you know you don't have to you know you know and then they'll catch up later you know right. you don't have to you know do the whole like you said just fitting into a box thing so it's just like a little it's a little different but 
a good song is a good song right. that'll never change right. no matter what genre you mix if you do bagpipes on the beat and mix it with r&b right. if the record is good people right. are gonna like it it's right. that'll never you never can fake if people are gonna dance right they're gonna dance i just hope songs don't turn into 14 second songs tiktok songs yeah then you get a sicko mode that's eight minutes you know you you right. know it just de it depends you well, know you it know it's really crazy depends. that um that that uh with that nelly sample i think my butt yeah, yeah. big and the drug the bust it challenge yeah, yeah bro i heard that record a gazillion times but only the first 10 seconds of the record from yeah. online i go and i and i download it i'm like yo this record is hard like the yeah, whole record dope. is hard because tiktok is really discovery base right it's all just to discover things that you like and then you go into the catalog you know you get those little clips on those little dance videos and the next thing you know you yeah you get deeper you hear you hear live on a clip on tiktok and then you go into his catalog you're like this shit dope so it's all people are like you remember back in the day we had to like find our favorite music mm -hmm. now people can just discovery base it and right. then you don't know you might end up meeting your new favorite artist you know what i'm right. saying so it's like you know it's That's just from like morocco and you don't yeah, even know yeah. now tiktok is a new mixtape it's the new this it's the new it's way crazy, for people bro. to just discover things yeah and then if you want to like it you like it if you don't you don't you know yeah. if you think for a million songs that come out on these dsps every friday crazy you know there's only a few that people attach to because that's just the truth of if a song is going to be liked it's going to be liked there's no way around it you could put 10 million into marketing or put zero dollars if people are going to dance they're going to cry they're going to fall in love it is what it is the streets going to like what they like mm -hmm. you know it's it just it, that's never going to change you know right. how they get it that's going to change until music how we get it to them right. that's always going to keep flipping right. you know but whether they like it or not that you can't even buy that right you know it's just people like this shit do you feel you like know? the rules kind of get bent a little bit for i'll give you an example when i first heard Blueface, mm -hmm. i was like yo he this can can it be music if you're offbeat you know what i mean yeah, and it, and it almost sounded like the people were starting to accept something that wasn't on beat mm -hmm. It's yeah. his truth, though. It's I mean, you know, it could be he could be like you know a E forty or a you know it could be to the lending of that uh, you know just that pimp L A West Coast rap. Mm -hmm. You know that's just like you know it could be you know even though you're from the Bay, it could be what's my other dog from L A. Uh, we talking about offbeat lunch, yeah. like oh I'm not yeah I mean I, people could have said Han was offbeat from Juvenile. You know when people first heard it, he was rapping a little bit different. Yeah. You know I'm not except but to me artists like. Art is art, you know, people are going to accept how, you know, people just rap. You know, some people are like how, you know, certain people rap, but call right. this person or that, you know, especially when you don't understand it, right. you know, but I leave everybody to their own, right. to their own device. Right. Because, you know, the I secret. just like distinction. I don't care about how you rap. I don't care about how you sound. I care about if I hear you. Right. And I can know it's you. Right. That's what I like. I right. like distinctive voices. Like when I heard Lav, like you can hear them out of people and be like, you hear that ad lib, that heart, you know. That's, that's live you know what I'm saying or you hear Blueface that's Blueface right, right. you know you hear Amy Winehouse that's Amy Winehouse like right. I like distinction Got I don't you. care how you deliver it to me but it, even if it's Blueface I'm like you know it's Blueface when you right. hear it that already is the I win I just wonder you know? what's the next rule that we're gonna break that and accept it Let's break them all yeah break like, them like, all uh, off, off key we turn off the auto tune now now yeah. forget it's off beat now it's off key yeah now we and are we allowed to say oh this is right now all the kids are rocking with it because they're young and they don't even know what on key music Music anymore, yeah, and yeah. now off key is the highest. But that's I might the, kill myself. Yeah, lunch. no, I know. But you gotta, you gotta remember, hip hop is a young man genre. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a young, it's for young 
Well, they dictate it. You what, know? I, what I'm saying because is it's great that there's no rules, point, but it's a problem that there's no rules. Yeah. I, I'm of the belief that we need rules. We what need you? some type of rules. But that's the rules. thing about hip hop. Like, even with him, like, we talk about music all the time because he's 23, I'm 33. Right. You know, so we have, you know, I tell him about artists that he never heard of and then he telling me about what he like. Are we both right or wrong? We not. It's just that hip hop is youth based right. you can't change these kids mind right. like if I was 16 YBN Corday would be my favorite rapper Uzi right. would be my favorite rapper right. you know these guys would be my favorite rapper can I tell them that they wrong for liking it because I don't understand it people used to tell me they didn't I remember when I loved Wayne I had a cousin I'll just give you an example Wayne is one in my top five and I remember my cousin mm -hmm. from New York he used to come down to Miami and tell me how Wayne ain't nice mm -hmm. like man you know Wayne ain't you, know, you listen to this little Wayne he didn't get it right I got it though gotcha. So there's kids that We just don't get it They right. get it though Because it's a different We don't relate We not taking the drugs they take We not going to the parties <laughs> That they go to yeah. You know it's just a different So th that's how I've learned To look at hip hop You know Well rap is a young man's genre If we talking about soul I just want We to talking talk about R&B We talking about different things That have certain like yeah. Boxes they check Hip hop is just Hip hop is like An ever growing Life form I'm gonna need these kids you To know? take uppers again lunch I'm tired of the downers, bro. No, because everything is sleepy. No, that's bro. why I like, like the wake 20, up. I like the twenty four karat record. I like yeah. mood because yeah. when I heard it, you know, while we in the mood, it felt good to hear a song that was like in the major chords and doing shit like that. Artists do cocaine again, lunch. Yeah, yeah. that's mean, what we need, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired. You know, they doing coke. They just mixing yeah. it with other shit too. Yeah. But you know, I just I, I'm a big believer in like letting the kids be the kids Got i've always you. been like that because i was a kid like that before Got arguing you. with guys like you don't get it mm. and they like man that shit whack i'm like what mm -hmm. you talking about like this is the so, best yo, shit this is the, wayne is the nicest rapper this is the, the best this is the best shit i ever lab, tell, lab, tell me some uh i, I want to hear like from a 23 year old tell me like an artist that all the old heads love and you're like man he's whack mm. I don't know, man. I don't really call nobody whack because I just said art. You know what I'm saying? Uh, no, and, 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 and hey, you're good. You're, he got your media trained already, <laughs> man. You know, no, yeah. but he really. But that's what I'm saying. Like we kindred. Like I appreciate things right. for what they are. You know, because some things, some things are whack. Some things you can say, yo, this is trash. Right. But for the most part, if it got to me and a group of people like it, I always try to figure out why. Gotcha. Because it's like. If then three people like it, if I see 10,000 people like something, I want to know why I seen 10,000 kids singing this. Right. You know, maybe it's to my, maybe I don't get it, but I need to figure out as a music maker right. why, you know, and I feel like a lot of music makers get stuck in that whole, this is whack. No, I want to evolve with the music. Right. I don't want to be left behind. Right. I want to hear the new sounds. What are they listening to? What are these kids like? I don't want to the knock bar, them. You the know? bar got to go up though. No, I'm going to be hard on We got to raise the bar yeah, musically. Gonna, no, we we can't lower it But the thing because is funny, The more you lower it The more people think That everyone can do it No everyone Yeah That's the thing That's now with the accessibility That's already here though Yeah a lot yeah, of people right. Yeah people are gonna That's what I'm saying Everyone's gonna dog. The music is already Lowest common denominator So now anyone people, thinks They can make music Think now. about how many people You know right From the 90s or whatever In the 2000s Who told you they rap But they didn't know How to make music Right They weren't supposed To be rapping either Your homie you came up right. to you Like bro I got bars I'm telling you Right That mm -hmm. guy has a laptop now Right That's the only difference <laughs> That all your homies, you know what I'm saying, in the neighborhood, yeah. be like, bro, I'm finna try this rap shit. Them boys ain't got laptops. They're, they're, trying, it for they're real. trying, and you know what? They might sneak one out, you know, because of that belief, that hustle. You know, it's 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 a shot. Are you gonna be here for 20 years? 
I don't know. Right. But that's going to determine your longevity is what's going to, your talent is going to determine your longevity. Everybody right. can sneak one. Right. Anybody can make get one. Lucky you can get yeah. lucky once. You yeah. can go to the jackpot and just pull it yeah. and be like, oh shit, I didn't, I hit, I didn't, I, I put 5,000 in Bitcoin in March. Yeah. You know, I put 5,000 in, in Tesla. You did, know, you, did, then, you, did you, did you, did you, did you? I didn't. See, I played I myself. Say. You I know, mean, somebody you else did. You a stock guru now? I'm not a stock guru, but I'm, I'm, I, you know, I've had friends for years tell me about it and I always didn't, but I started to play around. I got to it. I get, that's what I'm saying. We have to, when it comes to me, when it comes to evolution of art and life, I like to move with the times. Right. I like to keep what I learned from the past, but we have to evolve. Exactly. And that's what I like about, because... You know what Thug and these dudes do are very innovative to me. Right. You know, people can knock it or no, whatever. Well, it's soul at the end of the day. Yeah, you can't argue with Thug. Yeah, like, yeah, there's a million, you know, besides the Supremes and Anita Baker, I mm -hmm. mean, and the Supremes and Marvin Gaye, there was a 20, 30 artists out on Motown mm -hmm. that had hits that we only heard one, you know, mm -hmm. from them and things like that. That's the thing is like, it's the you know everybody you know a Michael Jackson you know right. somebody's Marvin Gaye you know somebody's not even somebody's uh Gerald Levert right. you know somebody's a Temptation you know it's music is vast you know what I'm saying so it's like I look at it very vastly you know what I'm saying I never right. looked at it like man I don't like what they doing over there I'd be like damn I always I always looked at music like why do they like what they're doing over there Got and then I want to figure out how to incorporate that in some of the things that I'm doing right. you know that's how I evolve as a writer you know I've never been like I. I mean, those dudes got left behind those dudes in the 90s who were you know i have all the respect for in the world but they didn't they were fighting what the new guys were doing they got left because mm -hmm. music is a it's a ever it's a evolutionizing yeah, yeah. organism organism yeah. you know it's not gonna unless you play jazz you know we're not jazz musicians where right. jazz has extreme rules you know and you know you play the flute you read the sheet and that's how i go yeah. but we in there banging on stuff we just trying to make shit that just sound yeah. like whatever just yeah. Yeah. And it invokes it, just hits you like bow. So yeah. that doesn't take rules. That takes like, and that's what these kids are doing. They just get in there and just get letting you have it. Yeah. So it's like you be like, what the? What is this shit? What is what? What is that? Mm. But that's how it's supposed to be. Right. They made it for you to go. What the? What is that distorted ass eight away? And this nigga off key and it's flying through the and it come on in the club and you like, why is this shit <laughs> ringing like that? Yeah. You know, I was like, I'm impressed. You know, by some of it. You know, it's they're still trash. Don't get right, me wrong. Right, right. But you know, some of I've learn to like you know accept it and even being around that you know he come from that even though he got an old soul it's mm -hmm. just like you know i don't want them to think like that fuck us fuck the older right. dudes i'm not i mean i'm not super old you know i'm right. still a young guy but right i still We're like the middle i look at us like the middle child yeah, no there's like, 19 year old 17 year old kids i was that kid before yeah who like older dudes was like what the fuck you making over there that shit ain't music i'm like yes it is yeah it's my music yeah if you don't like it guess what turn it off yeah you don't got to listen to it you know but but you can't stop 30,000 kids who are like, this is my shit. Yeah. You know, that's just... Yeah, that's, that's how fact. it is. You know what I'm saying? So that's you know, fact. that's 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 you know, that's my quarrels about you know yeah. music and stuff like that. It's just you know keeping it going. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and then finding you know what I feel like he is like special. Right, you know what I'm saying? Lunch plug your social media plug your. Man, Lunch Money Lewis, everything, you know, yeah, Instagram, Twitter, you know, everything. Look up, you know, Lunchbox Records online. Look up, you know, Big Tune. You know, we just, you know, Casey, we just up. keeping this music thing rocking. Okay. And, you, you know, know I, don't, I don't I haven't had, I don't have artists in here. 
I haven't had an artist on my podcast. Oh, the first. I got a gazillion rappers in my DMs. I'm like, yo, I'm not fucking with y'all, oh, man. Bro. I appreciate that, so, man, bro. You know what I mean? Like, and and like, shout to KC because I know KC for a long time and DJing, product. You always are doing something new, bro, and I love that. So I want to give yeah, you your flowers too. You know what I mean? Man, you know what I mean? Like time. trying to trying to find our space on the media side. Yeah. You know, like with radio changing and yeah. everything shifting. Now you got podcasts and yeah. you know, out of Spotify, seventy five percent is people listening to music yeah. 25% is people listening to podcasts yeah podcast coming up yeah my yeah. TV stay on podcast yeah, I gotta watch I gotta tap into you now yeah I be having yeah. I got them all they're, they're <laughs> lit I pre fellas I appreciate you guys coming through no problem lunch bro. the door is always open whenever you wanna pull my up guy. you know what I mean mind live. me, on, mind yes, me on the rocks man mind me wanna, on the rocks whenever you wanna pull up live to Brick I'm there every Saturday club is like this in Winwood. Okay. bring some of your music we'll launch it make a movie you know oh what man let me plug it again though lavish the MDK Three three four seven six February the seventeenth. It's I'm serious. I love. I mean, it's just it's to me. It just feel like what you know the streets need it. So okay. you know, especially from his side. You know, they've been begging for new music from him. So you know, he worked real hard on his tape. We got videos coming, all type of everything coming. Dope collabs coming. But right now, we just giving you full lavish one hundred percent. So mm. you know, there it is, mommy on the rocks.